hello, good morning, good morning. You might like to know that you're joining me in bed today. <laughs> I've got my dressing gown on, I'm yet to shower. Uh, can you see? Well, anywho, it's my doona. I'm in bed, I'm curled up, feeling a little bit under the weather, which is exactly why I thought that today would be a really good opportunity to talk about about trusting, about surrendering to the universe, about about what happens when we actually decide, when we actually decide that trusting in the universe and trusting in the divine timing of what happens is one of the most purest way to self-love. Because it's really easy, I think, to wake up on a morning that you don't feel so great. It's really easy to wake up on those days where things don't go to your circumstances and think that everything's turned to shit. You know, have you ever heard that saying that don't let a bad day make you think that you have a bad life? It's one of those things. And as I was kind of sitting here this morning, I've been moving house and so I've had a really big day yesterday and I've got another big day ahead of me today and I just needed to rest. I just woke up, can hear that my throat's a little bit sore, I'm feeling a little bit under the weather and I need to rest but my mind wants to go a million miles. You gotta do this and you gotta do that and you gotta make, you got a course coming up and you gotta do all this kind of stuff. Whoever has this experience where our mind just goes absolutely bananas, not trusting what's happening, not in alignment with what's happening, trying to control everything. <sighs> Take a breath with me now. I'm taking a breath for myself. Because trusting in the divine timing of the universe. Whatever you believe in, by the way, you might believe in God, you might not believe in a higher power at all. Just trusting that everything happens as it needs to. Not how you want it to. That's the, that's the kicker here. When it comes to trusting and surrendering and accepting to the divine... <laughs> timing of the universe, it, it actually means that it doesn't necessarily have to go the way that you want it to. In fact, very often it's not going to go the way that you want it to. Very often it's going to go in the way in which is necessary for you. So that job that you missed out on, or that client who didn't enroll with you, or that relationship that ended, or that house that you didn't get. Everything is being divinely guided in the direction that you need for your highest growth, even if you don't like the circumstances. Tell me, I'd love for you to comment, what do you think about that? What's coming up for you right now when I tell you that everything is happening for your highest good? In the moment, in your highest growth, in your highest evolution, what you need, not necessarily what you want. What do you believe about that? Because I think it's really easy to go you know, what shitty things have happened in my life, so therefore it's crap. Life is just a formulation of chaos. Shitty things happen, life is shit, so therefore, what the hell, why would I bother believing in anything? You know what? From what I know about our minds, what I know about our brains and the way in which we come together in our head, all our beliefs are made up. All of them. The way that the brain translate information from when we're young, we come out here in a blank slate. A baby doesn't have any beliefs. A baby doesn't have an ego. A baby doesn't have a personality yet in terms of it's like has an internal narrative. A baby doesn't have that. 
and it develops over years. That's what's happening in the brain. Sure, we might have character traits like playful or laughter or serious or pensive, but we don't have a personality yet. We do not have beliefs when we're a baby. And so over our lifetime, beliefs get given to us from those around us and our beliefs develop with inside of us. We put meaning on things and we develop beliefs. So if all of our beliefs are made up, then why not make up ones that serve us? Do you know what I mean? Like, why wouldn't we make up ones that make us feel good? Why wouldn't we make up ones that allow us to feel more connected, allow us to feel more trusting, allow us to feel in a state of harmony and peace? Why wouldn't we do that? So whether or not the universe has some kind of divine timing, whether or not it does or doesn't, doesn't matter to me. Because our beliefs are made up and I can believe in a cynical world in which everything happens at complete random and I could feel shitty about it. Or I could decide that the universe is, has always got my back. And I really believe that it does. I believe that everything happens as it needs to, at the time that it needs to happen. And I want to I want to really emphasize that word there. It's the word need. It needs to happen. For your highest growth. For our highest growth. For whatever we need at that point in time. And that could be some sort of lesson. It could be some kind of insight. It could be a whole bunch of pain that we need to be able to shift something. You know, I know that I can look back on the death of my brother that happened 11 years ago, 10 years ago and know that it was one of the greatest things that ever happened to me. Because it cracked my heart open. It led me down a path where I had been holding on to so much of my emotions and my pain and it cracked my heart open and it was the most difficult thing I'd gone through at the time. And yet, I needed it. It was useful for me. Because now I'm filled with gratitude for life. Now my heart has cracked open and all that poison and pain has come out of me. That's what I allowed it to do. I allowed it to, rather than resisting it, rather than resisting the change, rather than going, oh, with everything in our life, rather than going, I don't want this to happen, this sucks. Mind you, that's still reasonable that you do that. The more that we resist what's happening in our lives, the more difficult the experience becomes. And it's okay, if that's what you need, that's what you need. <laughs> it's a strange one, because Literally what I do is remind myself on a regular basis that everything is happening in perfection. This is perfect. This is perfect. It's exactly what I need. So when it goes wrong, when I, you know, trip over and kick my toe and I'm like, thank you, it's perfection. What it just does is means it creates a space of just love and gratitude that no matter what comes at me, my internal world remains the same. My internal world remains in certainty. My internal world remains in love. My internal world remains in gratitude. So then it becomes irrelevant of what happens around me. I think that's really the crux of this. When I am living in a state of love, gratitude, trust, acceptance, and surrender, those five things, love, gratitude, trust, acceptance, and surrender, I'm happier. I'm so much happier when I live in that state. And hear what I'm saying here, I live in that state inside of me. So what's happening outside of me makes a little difference. I really believe that this is what the Buddhists talk about when it comes to, to being, gosh, almost enlightened, is that we have the light from inside, that we are 
controlled and defined by what's going on the inside of us rather than what's going on the outside. If you are reliant on what's going on in the outside circumstances in your life in order to find happiness and self-love, then you will always be at the mercy of that and that's forever changing. Forever. And so if certain circumstances happen, you'll feel good. If certain cir other circumstances happen, you'll feel crap. That's not reliable to me, but I can be reliable. I can stay within myself looking at this video and going, I want to share it with the world. And there's nobody watching. Not live, at least. So if you're watching afterwards, let me know. Send me a comment. Um, say day. So I could make that mean a whole bunch of things. Or I could just be here in service, in love and gratitude and trust and acceptance and surrender and know that everything happens in perfection. And this is one of those things. I'm going to continue having my cup of tea. I'm going to jump off the live and practice my Spanish. And I'm going to serve a beautiful client at 10.30 this morning. It's wonderful. Everything's happening in divine perfection. Then I'm going to get up and move. My house, again, in Relocate, it's... It, our outside circumstances, I want to remind you, do not have to be the determining factor to how we feel. If you can learn how to control your mind enough... Master is probably a better word. Master your mind so that you can create an internal state of well-being all the time inside of you, then that is the ultimate key to self-love. Yeah. It's actually what I teach in the Self-Love Awakening Collective. New one's coming out June 17th, so if you're keen, it's an eight-week online immersive container. Just us women coming together to learn every week on how to love yourself, how to actually do what I'm teaching right now, how to how to get out of the mind, how to master it so that you can constantly be in a state of certainty and self-love and gratitude rather than having to rely on the outside circumstances all the time. But it does require you to master this little sucker up here. That's the first step. <laughs> you really need to be able to master that. And I will, I will show you how to do that. It'll take practice. But if you're interested, let me know. I'm looking for people who are ready to create some change, who want to join me on a, a beautiful immersive container for eight weeks. You'll get coaching one-on-one -on -one by me. Um, yeah, we're going to have a blast. It's very transformational. So if you're interested, let me know. Much love.